Hidden within the farmland of Marshall, Illinois, sits the now-closed Mackey Cemetery. Though no burials have taken place since the 1980s, the small plot of land still sees quite a bit of traffic, whether it be from the living or those from beyond this realm. Perhaps it has something to do with its gruesome past. Locals may know it better from the nickname it has garnered, Hatchet Man Cemetery. Sitting quietly off the side of the road on a hill, it seems peaceful, almost charming. That is, until the sun goes down. A darkness settles over the area that moonlight can't seem to penetrate. For those brave enough to venture to the back of the cemetery, you'll find yourself face to face with the Mackie plots and a stretch of woods that lead into the dark, pitch-black nothingness. A wrought iron fence, aged with decay, separates you from the void. Be careful, though, to not hang out by this fence too long. You may find yourself running for your life from a pair of devil dogs, a gleaming axe, and a wicked grin. It was a minor inconvenience, but I ended Lady, up... Lady, please. Do you remember that song? I think it's, um... Oh, simple plan. How can this happen to me? Yes. I didn't sing that because I was so mad. Oh, because of a minor inconvenience. Yes, I okay. I don't remember what happened, but I was just like, Ugh. God. Hello. You are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And I kind of just feel like getting straight into the episode today because I got myself all worked up right before we started about how oh, the political climate that we are in. Not It shouldn't, see, it shouldn't even be political, but here I am saying it's political. Uh, recent events, mm. the world is a, is a place that's yes, annoying to live in sometimes, especially now. It's been a weird day, uh, I feel it like. It has. I just... <sighs> It's a bummer. I don't know. <laughs> let's I like, do the Midwest thing and let's talk about the weather. How nice was yeah. today, though? <laughs> no, no, for real, though. I, I feel like we've gone on tiny rants before about things. We don't want to get too, what's the word, divided, I guess, on here. This is a this is a comedy, spooky podcast, but I don't know. I just have strong feelings about things sometimes and just the stuff going on lately. <sighs> It's wild. It is wild. Yeah. So I'm sorry I like got really somber really quick. I'm just got all fired up and now I have to calm down and talk about. I tried to talk about the weather. I got <laughs> you shot tried down, to talk about so. the weather. Okay, how is the weather? Actually, I'm really nice. salty that me and Maddie went and planted. Her family has a little plot in the community garden near our local university, right? Mm-hmm. And we went and planted all the plants and we're like, oh, like how how cold is it gonna get in the 30s i'm like dang tonight well it, soon yeah soon the next few actually for like the next week it's gonna be in the 40s and 30s at night i'm like well heck we just planted our plant babies and now they might not make it oh my <laughs> so, god here's hoping for the best we kept like half of them here so i will say i'm pretty proud of myself for keeping this avocado seed and oh man sticking it out because i sat there and watched it i'm like I, it's just i don't know what it's doing it's sitting in a cup of water doing nothing and I, then in the last couple of days it sprouted i know so we did a, an avocado seed probably a month before you did and now it's just moldy and ugly like it still hasn't done anything and then megan two weeks later is like oh crack dang and then she's like 
oh, there's a sprout. Like, yeah, hello. About a week or so ago is when it like really cracked open. I said, oh man, it's just giving. It's literally falling apart. And then, <laughs> lo and behold, no, I'm just proud of my mango seed. My little, it's like as long as my finger now. That little, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna have a mango tree in Terre Haute, Indiana. So look out, everyone. Avocados are in high demand. Do you know avocados are so expensive? Avocados no really are expensive, especially if you get organic ones. Hello, like it's it's too much. Well, if you need avocados, guys, hit me up in about four to six years, and yeah, I'll they harvest. take forever to grow. I don't know how long mango trees take, but if y'all want mangoes, hit me up. I did it as like a fun project, <laughs> and not thinking it would actually grow, and now realizing I've committed to this. I know neither of us have really done gardening before. I've always wanted to, but never committed. And now here we are, and we're gardening, and we're like semi-successful. And I'm gonna take what I can. Oh, I've got tomatoes and lettuce, peppers, maybe. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, maybe you might have your pepper babies. Yeah, Whoops. yeah. We just planted uh, cucumbers, carrots three different types of tomatoes, two different types of peppers. Like, yeah. Is it just me? Or like, does it feel like a lot of people are getting into some COVID did something to people. Everyone can bake bread now. Everyone can plant. Everyone Everyone went into survival mode. And they said, you know what? I watched those grocery stores empty themselves too many times in the last 16 months. I'm going to be (laughs) self-sustaining and have, yeah, because we're doing practical things, like things we want uh, that we're going to eat. So, yeah, yeah. I'm looking well, forward to it. Yes. There. You okay. brought it back. Yes, we brought it back. Sorry, I started whatever. I don't care. <sighs> well, we can drink to it. We Yes, we can drink to it. Drink away the pain of ignorance and blatant lies. <laughs> and accidentally <laughs> killing your plants. So. And, yes. <laughs> God. Anyway. To all the lost pepper plants. <laughs> yeah, I know. Rip in peace. So this week, we made our way back to... Actually, we went and visited one of our most listened to states. Hey, everybody in yeah, what Illinois. Are you doing what's, over there? Up? what's up? <laughs> we went back to Illinois. We went to Marshall, Illinois. It's like a stone, sir, but it's fine. <laughs> it's it's honestly not that far away. We told you Terre Haute's a weird spot where we're like, oh, two hours south, you're in Kentucky. 30 minutes west, you're in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Three hours north, oh, you're in Michigan. I don't know. It's just, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe that's a little lengthy and you can do that in any state, but definitely the Illinois thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we went to Marshall, Illinois, to Mackey Cemetery. We're assuming it's pronounced Mackey. As far as I'm concerned, yes. Yes, yeah. For the sake of conversation, it's Mackey. It is. So Megan went and got an alcohol for us, a beverage. Mm-hmm. I hate that I said it that way. Just everybody <laughs> ignore that I said it that way. And because I've been too busy to do literally anything. So Megan, what did you get for us? Okay, so I got a... I, Normally, I would have gotten a wine. It was wine time. Yes. If you recall, we should be doing a wine this week, except yes. it was too, I don't know if I want to say too easy. It was kind of a eh, grasping again. One of those, it's in the woods, so I could get woods or creek or right. something like that. And I, I thought that was too easy so also my understanding from the hints that you've dropped throughout the week is that this is a a little grittier story and i feel like Mm. wine isn't quite as gritty as beer yeah yeah so i got this beer and it's we've had this brewery before it's founders (laughs) and i have like war flashbacks about founders (laughs) if you remember the last one that we did from them yeah uh 
That was underground, underground mole mountain. hill. <laughs> <laughs> now, underground mountain. actually, the two beers I was trying to decide between were both founders. Oh, God. Okay. This, and I hate it, and I love it at the same time. I hate it because I... The other one would have worked, but mm-hmm. this one fit better. And why you do only I have get, a feeling I know what the other one might have been? You only get four in this one. Okay. Um, where the other one you'd get six. The other one was ten dollars. This four pack was seventeen dollars. Why do we always do this? I don't know. Okay. Well, what is it? We're drinking founders backwoods bastard and i'm telling you right now the story you're about to hear i'm going to try (laughs) my hardest to not get into true crime too much i'm gonna really try to stick it to the paranormal (laughs) side but the guy you're gonna hear about (laughs) it's him this was named after him because he is a piece of trash oh i see (laughs) i was like was it really though what what a coincidence to to do it in his name but here we are i mean it it fits like you're gonna hear this guy and be like wow yeah what a backwoods bastard right it wasn't okay they're not really backwoods but they were like farmers and out in the middle of nowhere like you see it backwood go on (laughs) whatever so the description on the bottle says expect lovely warm smells of single malt scotch Mm. oaky (laughs) bourbon barrels no smoke no just smoke Smoke. (laughs) oh no sweet caramel and roasted malts a bit of a earthy spice and a cential help me i don't Uh, know what it is of dark fruit yes (laughs) of dark fruit it's a kickback sipper made to excite the palate megan don't drink chug this don't drink it i was just about to (laughs) don't drink this what is the abv on it megan Well, Kelsey, I'm glad you asked. I'll find it. <laughs> I know. I feel like sometimes it's hard to see on And those. this is only a 12-ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. Hello? Oh, found it. Don't. So it, I hope you're all sitting down. If it's above 6.5, I'm going to be really upset. 11%. <laughs> Megan, you're like, scotch smoke dirt and worms like get ready for the worst yeah and caramel (laughs) i just single malt scotch oh god i i don't know in my old age liquor just really does not sit well with me anymore that's why i like beer so much that's why i like wine it's Mm. easier on my well this is on my it's a sipper this is so it says a sipper i only have one it's a uh we're gonna have to Actually, I do have bottle a bottle. I do have a bottle open, another bottle opener. If we want to go, do you uh, want to go get it? Yes. Okay. Quick elevator music. Hi, I'm Taylor. Hi, I'm Jenny. Are you into ghosts, aliens, or murder? It's okay if you do, because we love terrible things too. It's why we started our podcast, A Little Bit Grim. We talk about the paranormal, true crime, folklore, cults, conspiracies, some disasters, and every other heinous thing that could possibly happen to a person. It's a little bit spooky. It's a little bit funny. And it's a little bit grim. And you can find us wherever you like to stream your podcasts. And find us on your favorite social media platforms. We'll see you there. Goodbye! You want to know what I just reminded myself of when I ran to get my bottle opener? Hmm. In Clue, of course it's Clue, when 
Tim Curry, a.k.a. the butler, is explaining how everyone died and who killed them when he's like, run down the hall. And then yeah. he like <laughs> picks up the dagger like this yes. and like leans over really dramatically and picks up the dagger. That's how I grabbed my bottle opener. I went <laughs> and came running back. So we're All back. Right. I'm a little winded. It's fine. We're going to crack this. Okay. All right. Got a good grasp. Yes. Ready? Yep. Three, two. No. What? Hold on. What? Hello? Awful bottle opener. Okay. Three, two, one. Well, there we that go. That was a really <laughs> delay. It got stuck in the... Yeah, and I held mine way far away. If you didn't hear it, it sounds like, you know, popping a cap off a... No. A bottle. I'm... Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. It's really... You know, Is and I time? had Mexican... <laughs> food for dinner so like i just feel like dang it we Gosh, should have shared it. a bottle oh we do this every single time megan go ahead and take a drink we do this every single time where uh, why don't we we never learn from our mistakes dirt and worms smooth oh caramel and smoke i see let me yes let, let me actually try if <laughs> we're being totally honest it's like sweet smoky it is strong. It's thick. It is not near as bad as Underground Mountain. No, I will say that. No, this is not bad at all. I mean, definitely a sipping. You're not chugging this. No, this was bottled on January twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. So, pretty fresh. Yeah, not too bad. It's and oh gosh, where is Founders again? Aren't mm. they? I want to say Michigan? Michigan. That's what. I, yeah, I was thinking Michigan. Hmm. Well, you did a little better with this one, Founders. It's still, it's got a kick, definitely. Yeah, I, I actually was trying very hard to find where it is from, but struggling. Mm, don't know, don't care. How's that sound? There it is, actually. Grand Rapids, Michigan. All right. I was just zillowing Grand Rapids, Michigan houses for no reasons other hmm. than I am weirdly obsessed with looking at houses. <laughs> <laughs> I do that, too. I have a house saved on my realtor app <laughs> that's like 6.8 million oh. and it's 100 percent skewed my buying power it's mm-hmm. like megan we've adg- averaged your buying power at six hundred thousand dollars you're like, darn in, right in what world yes <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no i just i would love to live in michigan i feel like eventually i'd like to live in michigan so do i check daily like i'm gonna move tomorrow absolutely <laughs> anyway Okay. So the beer's not bad. I feel like we didn't cover it very much. Oh, I much. didn't describe it. When you said yeah. caramel and smoke, that was, that's that kind of not... is what it is. It is smooth. It's not a super sweet caramel. It's just, this is very subdued. Mm-hmm. It's, I guess, a nice mixture because nothing, not one thing sticks out too much. Yeah. He thick a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I can feel, it's funny, it... <laughs> It tastes fine, but I can definitely feel the burn of the alcohol of in the my scotch. in the back of my throat. So yeah. this is hopefully we don't get into chugging this because oh, my eleven percent, yeah, goodness sakes. <laughs> okay, now okay, I'm excited for this history. You like hyped it up, so it better not suck. Well, it doesn't suck. I'll tell you now. So <laughs> okay, like I said, there's. I could do maybe a two, even a three-part episode on just the true crime aspect of this. <laughs> There's so much happening that I 
I don't understand how we never heard of this before. I think we'd heard of Hatchet Man Cemetery. Okay, that's. I guess I didn't didn't tell you that. Hi. Uh, Also, why I picked the this bottle over the other one is because this cemetery, Mackie Cemetery, is nicknamed Hatchet Man Cemetery. Yes. There's a reason for that. And this founder's bottle has a super old man on it carrying an axe. So, yes. that's also part of the reason why I picked this <laughs> over the other one. And he's one. creepy. Like, you can't... It's just the whites of his eyes. Why does he look a little possessed? I don't think it's the whites of his eyes. I think that's his under eye, and it's just the way that it's printed. It, I, I mean, I guess from I'm back going here, with zombie guy mm-hmm. i'm going with a zombie he, it really looks like the whites of his eyes like i guess if you squint no he just still looks possessed <laughs> i was really impressed with how much i found on this and like there is i think i have like five or six tabs up of okay. different websites to to cite and cover because everybody's talking about this place I don't know why we've never been. It's not that far of a drive, considering some of the other places we've gone to. Even in Illinois, we've driven probably right past this and just didn't even... Yeah. Didn't even know about it. Didn't think about it. So, to give some, I guess, stats just of the cemetery itself. Mackey Cemetery is on East Mackey Road in Marshall, Illinois. It's not a big cemetery at all. I believe, I'm trying to get my stuff pulled up here, there's 156 people buried in that cemetery. Mm -hmm. So, relatively small. and Especially if you consider family plots. Yes. Yeah, 156 memorials. The oldest person, I don't know how to explain it, the person with the oldest birth date, if that makes sense, is M.F., no, Catherine Finkbeiner is the oldest in the cemetery. Yeah. And it only has her birth year, which was 1783. Mm -hmm. And then her death date being 1856. So good on her. Yes. And for that time, honestly. Her husband coming in a close second, born in 1794. So she's a cougar. I'm sick of hearing about this. I've been called that like twice today for no reason. Mm -hmm. And he actually died before her. He died in May of 1856 because men are stupid (laughs) and she died in november so they're the oldest people in the cemetery it's not an active cemetery the last person buried there was in 1984 that we know of because we did come across one headstone that is a question mark it should it's not it's not he is he He most certainly is deceased right he was born in like 1888 i think they pulled what happened to our Uncle Gordon, where they put 1888-19 and left it blank to fill in the blank. So I bet he had some probably illness that they knew he wasn't going to make it. And then they just never, I never filled it in. I don't know. Maybe, I, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he had no more family left. And I don't I don't know. I, I have no idea. But it, it didn't have a death date. So we're like, oh, he's still kicking. 140 years later, 133 right. years later. Going strong. The website that I use, findagrave.com, said that the last person buried there was in 1980. That is not true. We did find a grave marker actually with the same person. Mm-hmm. It was like a husband, wife, I believe. 
And one of them died in 1980, but the other one died in 1984, and that is not listed here. So there may be more than 156 people, right. give or take. But real, I mean, it is not big at all. No. It's very small. It looks deceiving, because when you first pull up to it, it's like on a hill, and you can't see the end of it. Mm-hmm. The second you get walk a few feet in, you're like, oh, there's the end. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even, I'd say it's maybe 50 yards long yeah yeah not even it's not a football i literally always think in terms of football fields because (laughs) of marching band i'm just like yeah i could march that in so many steps so (laughs) so i am gonna get right into i don't know would you like me to cover the true crime part or the haunted part i'll cover the true crime i answered myself oh okay (laughs) so there is a real tragedy that happened out there i know i told you that the the legend behind Mackie Cemetery, Hatchet Man, why it's called Hatchet Man. What I didn't tell you is that that's based off a true event that happened out there. Oh, so it's not just folklore and and we could have died. Well, not, not really. Yes but, and no. Uh, we could have died? No, we could oh. have died, but it, based off folklore. Because okay. yes, there was a real tragedy that uh, surrounding this area, but... Why they call it Hatchet Man, I don't know. No one really got butchered. People like to make things extra. So that definitely poo-poos on a lot of the legends. That's I don't know which way to go with this, because I can either tell you the legend and then say, by the way, that's not how it happened. I'm telling you right now, it's not how it happened. Okay. So I'll go ahead and jump into... Uh, I don't know which way to go with this. Like, I want to... I'm going to spend more time on the true crime. So we're going to okay. get to the the haunted part. I changed my mind again. So this is coming from visions.indstate.edu. So the folklore archives that we've mentioned quite a few times in the past from Indiana State University. Yep. This is from 2011, Jared Parsons. It's his narrative of the Mackey Cemetery, Hatchet Man Cemetery. It says there once lived a man named there once lived a man along Mackey Road. It was said that he went into a state of insanity and killed his wife and child. He lived in a house right across from the Mackey Cemetery and he could see the entrance from his window. With his state of insanity, he thought that he was the keeper of the cemetery and if anyone intruded that he would come out of his home and kill you. That seems excessive, but okay. Yeah, I mean it's not a private cemetery so it's not a family plot he would chase anyone down and proceed to kill them and then toss them down a well that was located under his front porch after the man died it was said that he was buried in what is now called hatchet man cemetery he still proceeds to haunt the cemetery and chase anyone out that intrudes some say that he will even kill you Yikes. <laughs> so on a dark night, if you are to go up the stairs into the cemetery, you walk to the back and touch the wrought iron fence. You're then supposed to head back towards the entrance of the cemetery. Some say you will see a man with a lantern coming after you. This is said to be Hatchet Man. So I, I was reading that ver- verbatim. but yeah. Right. No, that would, I mean, that would scare, that would scare the crap out of me. I don't know. I just, for some... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it when you're like, you would see a man with a lantern coming after you. Anything coming after you. could tell me a group, <laughs> a, like a herd of kittens was coming after me. And like, it sounds really cute. Dark? But then if you, yeah, if you hear like, <laughs> like just like a bunch of little pop, 
like oh i would God. run anything would scare me i don't know it's yeah. it's very dark out there uh yeah it's super dark and even now i yes i guess the trees are starting to bloom again but mm-hmm. it got super dark out there yeah now, don't be upset. We didn't miss out on something because my heart sank when I saw this and I thought I had forgotten something while we were out there. I did not. On geocaching.com. Gosh darn. Yeah, yeah. The first thing at the top says this cache has been archived. So okay. Okay. it's not out there anymore. I had this up before we ever went and then I saw it after we had gone. I was like, no. Right. I was so I almost wanted to go back out there. But right. Which I believe we've talked about. We might have talked about geocaching before. For those of you that don't know what it is, it's basically just real life treasure hunting. You're given a set of coordinates and a clue of some sorts, usually like a sentence. A riddle. A riddle to figure out to go find this geocache, which is kept in containers it can be usually like like i have an ammo box that i was gifted for a birthday that i can put stuff in and go hide out in the wild as a treasure box and i've seen we've found some as small as listerine pocket packs mm-hmm. even smaller than that i think i've found yeah oh we found a bullet one time yeah like we a- found a bullet mm-hmm. yeah and you un- and you screw the bullet open and there's a little piece of paper in there where you can log that you found this geocache <laughs> it you feel like a real life treasure hunter and, and you have to be respectful so if you find one that ha- is big enough to keep items in if you take something make sure you put something in people usually leave like tokens that show where they're from uh so there's a notorious group notorious that's probably not the right word but there's a group that uses poker chips and they'll say where they're from and their geocache tag things like that i don't know it's very fun check out geocache and if you want to get out and do something yeah and that's g-e-o-c-a-c-h-e yeah so on geocaching.com they also give a description this cache was originally put there in 2006 but as of today it says it was archived so Hmm. uh, someone's either taken it or it's been removed whatever the case may be yeah and they give a pretty decent description on here so they say the area has a troubled past Yes. Mm -hmm. In the woods across from the cemetery is a cabin where several murders took place. The murders that happened there gave birth to a legend and spawned several rumors of a haunting. Some time ago, a man known as Hatchet Man went nuts and killed his family. He chopped up their bodies, threw them in a well. We told you this. What you didn't know is that it inspired an episode of a hit uh, crime scene investigation TV show. Which oh. is true. I watched that episode. <laughs> what, wait, what is it? It's on Forensic Files. Oh. Mm-hmm. And good old Tara Holtz mentioned in it, and man, do they not say it right. <laughs> oh, man. It's how- mentioned several times, actually. Do they remember how, or do you remember how they said it? Yeah, it was like Tara Hood. Tara Hood. <laughs> Indiana. Like, you couldn't even say Indiana, right? He's like, Indiana. Oh, my gosh. Any t- <laughs> People from Terre Haute freak out if they hear anyone not from Terre Haute talk about Terre Haute. Mm-hmm. Watch A Christmas Story. Oh, I was, Line stretches all the way back to Terre Haute. <laughs> I know. I was listening to a podcast where they mentioned a crime that happened here in Terre Haute, and there's like a man from Terre Haute, Indiana. I was like, yeah! <laughs> it doesn't matter that they don't say it right. You just you get know really excited. <laughs> you know what they mean. So there's actually a Forensic File episode that covers this, and it's season six, episode 20, Root of All Evil. Ooh, I did not make it to that episode. I will have to keep watching. (laughs) They say, now theirs is a little bit different. They said that the hatchet man was was the caretaker of Mackie Cemetery. 
Okay, so, okay. And that he still watches over the cemetery in the woods, and they claim to have had encounters with him late at night. They they have said that it's also called Wolfskin Cemetery. I've never heard that. I've Yeah, I haven't either. The story is that there are two stone wolves that sit on either side of the cemetery steps. Did we see wolves, Kelsey? Right. No, we didn't. No. I remember we were supposed to look for Do that. Do you know why? Because no. when the wolves are not there, they're out roaming the area with the hatchet man and protecting him. I so definitely... <laughs> we, knew, I, we knew about that, and I forgot. Like The thing is, it was such a hassle to get out there the first time to be honest with you that i Mm -hmm. completely forgot about that yeah and here's where okay a lot of the websites say this it says it doesn't matter if you believe in ghosts or not the story about the murders that took place in the small cabin and the woods across from the hatchet man cemetery is true i would not recommend but if you must come at night please be careful and watch out for things that go bump in the night a lot of websites keep saying it's what happened out there is true there were murders that took place, but n- nobody not. got chopped up. Right. Because I I was confused. I kept searching Hatchet Man real story, Hatchet Man Marshall, Illinois, I, looking for obituaries. And I kept coming across this one story. And I, I finally just opened it and read it. And I'm like, this can't be it because no one gets chopped up. Mm-hmm. So then I kept looking for other stuff and it just kept coming back to the same real story. And then when I saw that it was on an, a TV show, a crime TV show, I looked up Forensic Files Hatchet Man and this popped up and it was the same guy. I said, okay, well, I guess this is what they're talking about. And I read about it and I watched it and I said, nobody gets hacked up. It's interesting how myths and legends and folklore and things getting passed down by word of mouth change over time. Mm-hmm. Kind of like an incident that just recently happened here in town that at a bar one night oh, when we were there mm. i'll the next morning or the next day i went to work and one of the servers was like oh did you hear about the thing that happened at the bar i was like yeah i was standing like 10 feet away from it it was terrible he's like i can't believe they got stabbed what? i said i said i'm sorry what and they're like someone got stabbed out in front i was like no. no how did it, how did you hear and they're like someone came out from the bar because they were at the bar next door oh and said someone just got stabbed at the bar. and i'm like it's wild how literally 10 minutes after an event happens the story changes yeah well you have a bunch of drunk people <laughs> i suppose they so. saw it was something. still a pretty terrible incident and i don't really say want to say much more because actually there's like kind of an investigation, investigation. going on right now <laughs> so i'm gonna leave it at that but yeah Less than 30 minutes after the incident happened, it had Mm -hmm. altered drastically. Well, this is about 30 years. So the actual murders took place in 1980s. So Mm -hmm. I should say, well, yes, murders took place in the 1980s. So details definitely change. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing that geocaching.com adds is that you can see the cabin where the murders took place from the road. Mm. that i don't again this is from 2006 but from what i understand from watching forensic files and reading the articles about the actual true crime i don't think that's true right unless because they're like oh when it's not when it's not super lush and green you should be able to see it Mm -hmm. it must have to be in the dead of winter when there is not a living thing out there because it's early spring right now Mm -hmm. right i don't know what time is wild yeah and it's there's not much growth out there, and I still didn't see it. 
It says that the coordinates here on the website will take you to a spot on the gravel road where you can stand and see it really well. But do not enter the woods because there are do, uh, no trespassing signs. Oh, I was just going to say, I that wonder is if people true. try to go out there. I did see the no trespassing signs when we were leaving. And I was like, oh, there it is. Up Fair. high in the tree yeah, for some yeah. reason. And that, I don't know. I We looked for that cabin and don't remember coming across it. Mm-mm. I guess I can get into some of the more hauntings and then I'll cover just the teeniest bit of the, the true crime because, man, I could just, I could tell you so much about it. Uh-huh. This comes from ghostresearch.org. They give the same kind of background story, but they talk about some of the hauntings that you'll see there. Uh, there's a local legend that says if you go back and touch the wrought iron fence, which the other website covered, they said if you grab onto the fence and say hatchet man three times, he'll come out and chase you. (laughs) It's always threes. Yes. The other one said all you had to do was go back there and touch it and then walk out and he's going to chase you. Now you have to yell at him. I'm surprised everybody's weird fascination with like demonic beings or like say hatchet man 666 times and <laughs> yeah. then he'll come after you it's yeah. so stupid so that's their little deviation on this website it, again it's this whole passing down where someone started the story somewhere and then it just took off kind of grew from there but they said this local investigator went out there and got a lot of evps and they claimed to have seen a civil war so- A Civil War soldier and later saw some kind of blue energy in photographs that they took. Okay. I mean, I guess, yeah, we definitely Civil War times would have passed. So, And I think on this website, they do have the picture of that blue, quote unquote, energy. Energy. Uh, I, I believe that's the picture they're talking about. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, depending on what time of year that was taken, Mm -hmm. you know how like bugs travel in little clusters clusters yeah and it just looks like a mist almost Mm -hmm. but then you can make out the bugs so i don't i don't know i don't want to i'm just trying to be practical here yeah and say it could be a flare it could have been reflective off something because there are some people sometimes like hang wind chimes out on graves or Mm -hmm. and if the if there are people buried out there from the 80s there are still possibly families who still go out and look at their family members plots whatever i don't know Mm mm-hmm They also said that some locals claim that the cemetery and the woods are actually haunted by Hatchet Man's family, not Hatchet Man, Mm -hmm. and that they will not rest because of what happened. I was going to say, that makes more sense because they're definitely the restless spirits. Yeah. They have some vengeful. So it's either Hatchet Man or his victims. They can't decide. Volcano Los Dos. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know. We'll, We'll never know. Now... The true crime of this, what spawned this whole Hatchet Man story, which still is kind of like, I'm trying to wrap my head around why it became Hatchet Man and not something else. Because what, I mean, what happened is gruesome. Chopping up people is pretty gruesome. This was pretty bad. Hmm. And it didn't involve an axe (laughs) or dismembering bodies. For the most part. For the most part. Oh, okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the true crime actually comes from the story of Fred. Now, Forensic Files pronounced his last name as Grabby. G-R-A-B-B-E. 
I'd say grabe. I thought it was grabe or gravy, but they were saying... <laughs> Ooh, gravy makes me hungry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> for no reason. I just want mashed potatoes. I didn't potatoes. think about that. <laughs> Frank and gravy. So Hatchet Man's real name is Fred Grabby. Fred, not Frank. Already See, this is how folklore, this is oh how the details change. Drinking and telling stories. Oh my word. I'm going to try to make this as concise as possible, guys. So Fred and Charlotte Grabby were married in the 1950s the first time. Okay. And then ended One up. One of those. Yeah, like great grandma. Uh, yeah. Great grandma did that. Oh, wait. Grandma Evelyn. Oh, you right. You right. She almost got married to the same man three times. Listen, Two she's times a for stern. Sure. <laughs> she is a strong, like, independent woman. She don't need no man. <laughs> So they were married the first time in the late 1950s or early 1960s. In 1961, they divorced. Uh-huh. Uh, they would remarry a year later. It'd be like that sometimes, though. Mm-hmm. By 1981, they had two children, Jeffrey and Jenny. Uh-huh. In April of that year, Charlotte once again filed for divorce. Oh, I guess I should tell you what website this is coming from. Sorry, it's just like in the middle of me talking. True crime discussions.blogspot.com is where I'm getting this information. Okay. So she's the one that has filed for divorce both times, yes? Yes. It leads me to believe that Homeboy might have some. I mean, there's obviously reasons why she's filing for divorce. So I'm wondering if yes. it's, you know, okay. Charlotte and Fred, when they first got together, Charlotte inherited a lot of money and a lot of land. And they received this farmland with a really beautiful house, and she had well over six figures. That was her name. That came from Back her in family. Back the 60s? Yes. Yikes. They inherit- she inherited all this, and yes. then they got married. They ended up divorcing, getting back together. Uh, Fred was abusive, to I was say, say the she least. She probably was strong enough to get away and want to get away so, anger issues, controlling, Fred manipulative, Fred was whatever. a six foot three, almost 300 pound man, and she was probably five foot three Jeez. or four and weighed maybe 100 pounds. That's, I, okay. I, that's, I mean, that's, I guess, kind but, of mean that I'm sitting here judging just based on stats alone, but I don't mm-hmm. know why that just weirds me out. Okay, well, she could do work. She did work. She was, they said she was up at dawn and stayed out in the fields working, taking care of the animals till dusk. Like Independent. She, yes. Don't need no man. She didn't have to marry him. This woman had well over six figures and was running her farm. He must have had a great personality, but that sounds no. like that's not even true. <laughs> the answer is no, he did not. So they end up having two children together, a boy and a girl, Jeffrey and Jenny. In April, Charlotte, uh, once again, files for divorce and vowed to family and friends that there would be no re- reconciliation this time. It was said that Fred had been very abusive to his family I over the years. Say, I wonder if it was now on the children. But especially to his wife and son. Yeah, there so it is. Jenny it said is. he was verbally mean to her and maybe sometimes laid a hand on her but she said it his brother her brother got most of the the fighting and the brunt yeah oh i guarantee he got physical with the boy because oh toughen him up whatever like i god (laughs) well that's not all to add to this fred had engaged in several affairs over the years and it was said that charlotte had learned of his lasting involvement with a woman named vicky McAllister, and that was the last straw for her mm-hmm. vicky McAllister was from Terre Haute. she was a bartender here 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I wonder if it was at M. Mogger's Brewing. How no. wild would that be? Or like Terre Haute Brewing Company at no. the time. They didn't say, but I'm almost certain I know which one it is. I put this connection together watching Forensic Files, and they didn't say it. I'm like, is that where she worked? Mm. But the family owned an 800-acre farm in Marshall, Illinois. Yikes. How, who? Uh, okay. Je- I, I was watching an episode of House Hunters today, and they're like, this is a 43-acre plot or whatever i'm like y'all know these two bougie f's are not going to take care of 43 (laughs) acres who's doing this yeah she had an 800 acre farm and took care of it just get some goats out there go and they actually do stay it was just over the state border from Terre Haute, indiana hey (laughs) it was charlotte's money that had basically bought the farm and she did much of the work so it was assumed that she would continue owning and running the farm after the divorce like it's why not yeah yes upon their separation fred did not go far he moved out of the main house but into a cabin on the farm that's there goes well, I mean, your cabin in the woods right and i suppose if you moved 750 acres away that's still some distance yeah yeah she also filed battery charges against fred saying he'd beat her one evening when she went to the cabin so they could discuss some furniture the two had shared their splitting assets right reports are a bit unclear about where jeff and his wife cindy were living at the time so jeff is the son and he's married at this point they're in their the children are in their 20s when they're okay. getting their second divorce which and so what time what year is this this is in 1981 it's wild. i keep thinking of like early 1900s for some reason because like who farms or whatever anymore cabins in the woods this was our brother was almost alive at this point yeah our parents were definitely alive at this point like Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just time is an illusion (laughs) So they believe that Jeff, the son, and his wife, Cindy, were living on the farm as well, but there's, they can't know for certain when you this article is written. You have a little commune on that acreage. Come on. Yeah. They, skipping forward ahead, they said that the, they had a promise. The children and their mother had a promise that if one of the others did not return home before dark and they had not contacted them, they would immediately begin a search for them. Because they were so afraid of their dad that if they knew someone wasn't home when they said they'd be and didn't call to say where they were, something was wrong. So why did she allow him, him to live on the to property? Stay on- I because she's terrified of him. Well, I mean, I guess that's true. Like she's strong enough to get away from him and divorce him, but like that—that that is like one. What's the word I'm looking for? Just like dominating presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is so stuck. Men. So this, Men. This became true when Charlotte did not come home, the mother. Ugh, so poop. Jeannie poop. and Jeff were immediately like, where's mom? And they sent out like the 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 whatever. The players. Yes, the signal that's like, where's mom? They knew something was wrong and reported her missing immediately because she didn't come home that night. I just, mm, I, there's nothing you can do if he hasn't done anything. That's the problem as far as authorities go. You can't do anything until... <sighs> That's what sucks. Most of the time, some things can't be done unless the worst has already happened. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. So I, I know I'm already like kind of going long on this. So I'll go ahead and jump ahead and say that they, Vicky ended up coming forward later with a story. Um, this is uh, McAllister. This is Vicky last McAllister. Affair. Yes, the last affair he had been carrying on this affair with her for quite some time. Vicky's 
what she thought was going to happen is that they knew that they were going to get Charlotte out of the picture as in divorce and he was going to take half the money, which is still a huge sum of money at the time. If they and, settled on that, but let's not get, let's not get into those details. These two would run away together and live a happy life was, was the goal. Okay. Yeah. His hard earned, uh, yeah. you know, honest money. So Vicky Jesus, comes over Vicky. to the farm one day to help Fred and she's supposedly getting a, a, a barrel to put trash in and he's helping her load this barrel well charlotte comes out to the the barn where they're getting this barrel so he's like run and hide and she goes and hides behind Surprise. a tractor charlotte's the trash that's going in the barrel yes will you please oh i'm oh, guessing my god <laughs> so um charlotte comes busting in through the doors and they immediately start fighting so something is obviously wrong yes Vicky is hiding behind a tractor. Fred is getting in her face and he's like, mean things, mean things. And I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> and then the next thing Vicky, and this is all coming from Vicky's perspective. This is the story she told is that Fred reached out and began to strangle her, put her on the ground and was holding her until she would almost go to unconscious and then let her go and let her come back and then keep doing that a couple of times before he finally held on and she succumbed and died. God. So Vicky was like, ah, what do we do? And he's like, I know what we'll do. I'm not going to tell you what he did exactly because it's super duper gruesome, but they ended up putting her body in the barrel, dousing her with gasoline, petroleum, if you will, and taking her down to the Wabash River where they set the barrel on fire and let it burn all night long. And then after it finally burned down, they discarded what was left in the barrel into the Wabash River and her remains have never been found to this day. I, the end. <laughs> I'm sitting open mouthed. I'm so salty. I've listened to so many true crime podcasts and stories and read things and seen things and whatever. It's still, it never gets old. And that sounds weird and kind of, I don't know, sadistic in a way. But like, it's, oh my gosh, I don't, it's weird that you get a, a yes. kick out of hearing these things in the worst way. Mm-hmm. Is now, this guy, now here's the question, is he still alive? I don't know. I will tell you, he got life in prison without the possibility of parole. Okay. I will tell you behind bars, more stuff happens. Okay. More sentences are handed out to other people and more bodies come up. So we'll stop it there. I'm going to stop there Man. and I'm going to tell you guys, I'm thinking maybe another bonus episode is coming up because I can't let this one go. There's so much. Because if you remember, I said there were murders. Murders. That's more than one. Oh my gosh. I've only I told you, you one. Frankincense and murder. Oh, thank you. Murders. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm going to leave it at that. That's where the story of Hatchet Man comes from. Now, tell me, where, where do you hatchet get Hatchet in. in that? I mean, just bad word of mouth. Yeah. And 30 minutes turns from X to Z. You skip mm -hmm. Y. I don't know. It's... 30 years or 30... Do you say 30 minutes? I said 30 minutes. Oh, I'm talking right. about my... The actual oh, situation yes. I saw... And 30 minutes later, it was a completely different situation. 30 years has changed it to a weird hatchet haunted. Insane hatchet wielding yeah. man who slaughtered his family and put him down a well. This is not, not necessarily no. true. So There was a person put in a barrel. That is true. So Megan was sort of getting into this and I'll say it's true also. 
This is not the first time that we have alluded to wanting to talk about true crime. We're both very passionate about true crime as well. Like, just as much as our ghost... Maybe I shouldn't say ghost adventures because that was like a... Paranormal... Our paranormal investigations. Yes. (laughs) We're as into ghosts as we are true crime. And I would be willing to hear... I want to hear more about this case, if we're being honest with you. Mm -hmm. And we told you last time that there was a place that we stopped at in Indianapolis that is one of the grossest crimes I have ever heard that... It's worse than this one. I would still want to discuss it. So we'll... we'll What happened in Indianapolis is definitely worse. This was bad, but what happened there was much worse. Right. I want to talk about these things. So we're tossing around the idea of maybe... Another, like a spinoff almost of talking about true crime in addition to the listener Maybe episodes. Maybe just some bonus episodes. Yeah, bonus episodes. If you guys are interested, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Email us if maybe we'll set up a poll. Who knows? Uh, but I, I'm i almost at the point where even if you don't care, I'm going to talk gonna. about it <laughs> because I'm just teeming with useless information about true crime. I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to skip it, which, I mean, you should still come here and listen to us ramble, you can watch the Forensic File episode. It's only like 22 minutes long. Fair. Forensic Files is so watered down, but it's fine. You mm-hmm. only like, scratch the surface on those things. Oh, yeah. I skipped a ton, and there's so much more involved, and it's a hot, hot mess. But that, I'm going to have to leave it at that and wrap up the history of Mackie Cemetery and Hatchet Man legend. Okay. Which means now we are going into our personal investigation at Mackie Cemetery, a.k.a. Hatchet Man Cemetery, a.k.a. Wolfskin Cemetery? Wolfskin Cemetery. And I don't know if that's, like, supposed to be a play on wolf in sheep's clothes, Hatchet Man hiding in the safe woods. I don't freaking know. That's That's a grasp at straws. So... Nobody calls it that. (laughs) Not a soul. Nobody. Not one. So, I will say... I'm all hyped up about the story that Megan just told, and I don't... I think just by design, I'll go ahead and spoil it now. Our investigation sort of pales in comparison to that. We did not find body remains in a barrel in the woods. We didn't see a man with a hatchet in the woods, but it was (laughs) still... It still turned up some evidence Mm -hmm. that I'll get into now. Yes. So, it was a dark, moonless night. (laughs) <laughs> quite literally yes yeah, quite literally yeah we did the new moon had just recently happened i don't know i actually don't i haven't paid attention to the moon phases recently but whatever we go out to Mackie cemetery i don't even remember the time it was dark though it was pretty dark mm-hmm. it was pretty late time is an illusion i don't i'm know. just gonna say it forever <laughs> it was late y'all so we make this trek out there there's a gravel there's a point where you hit a gravel road because of course you got to get on a gravel road and there was a sign at one point that said road may flood they were not wrong it hadn't even rained in the past day or two (laughs) and there was still a giant lake in the middle of the road we're like oh heck like good thing we're in an suv so we just go through the water anyway we find Mackie cemetery we've come prepared we now have all of our equipment that we have been so like what's the word i'm looking we've been so lucky and thankful to have purchased with patreon donations our our night vision infrared cameras (laughs) (laughs) yeah god bless (laughs) our night vision infrared camcorders our electro who you know i've had about half of this i don't yeah you can keep drinking i only took a couple of sips while i managed to sneak a couple in my story because i was just like there's a lot coming here no (laughs) (laughs) so had you honestly had to take a drink for it Mm -hmm. so 
two camcorders, one voice recorder, our EMF reader, we uh, still camera. We have all of these things. Mm-hmm. We're prepared. We get to, we get to the cemetery, <sighs> and it sort of pops up out of nowhere, kind of like Edna Collins. How you're probably less than I don't know a hundred feet away, and suddenly it's like oh bridge. Yeah. Well, it's also it's. The cemetery is so small, you can't drive into it. This is one where you just got to park on the road. and Yes, uh, and this road is, I don't think it's quite big enough for two cars to comfortably fit on. Both of you have to kind of get into the grass to get past each other. We know because it happened twice. Mm-hmm. So we get there and we're like, well, poop, there's nowhere to park. So we just kind of pull up next to the stairs that lead up to this cemetery, park the car, turn it off, and then sit there. <laughs> it's one of those why is the car stopped it's, it's frightened yeah none of us wanted to move so we're just sitting there like we need to get out of this car it like it just was dark dark like pitch black mm-hmm. it's not even the trees haven't really fully filled in yet and it was still just black so dark and the most uncomfy right so for those of you have that have seen episodes of ghost adventures i've been watching it recently and they're like they're big on this kick of we have our point of view cameras on our shoulders and then we have our night vision cameras so we can toggle between here's what we see in our camera but here's what we really see in real life i now have this infrared night vision camcorder that led screen is all i have to save me because the other thing is you're staring at this tiny screen so you can see what's happening when you look up you've been looking at an led screen i can't see squat Yes. So I'm like, man, as soon as I pulled the camcorder away, I couldn't see, really couldn't see anything. So I'm like, I really just have to rely on this tiny little square in front of my face. And that was a little stressful. Mm. So we have the two camcorders and the voice recorder going. I believe the EMF as well. We may, I don't know. There was just so much happening. We were just so nervous to get up this hill. Yeah. We walk up the like weirdly steep steps maybe i'm just really out of shape spoilers (laughs) i'm really out of shape but we walk up these steep steps get up you know 10 feet and we're like it's dark out here (laughs) like just can't can't breathe and megan has the voice recorder i've got my camcorder maddie has camcorder and the emf but i don't believe the emf is running at this time Mm -hmm. we actually because it was so dark we left the car running i suppose we didn't turn it off we did sit there with the car on because then we're like let's leave the car on because here's the thing and here's what happens at a lot of places like this ghosts they're scary the idea of a hatchet man chasing me through the woods back to the car scary you know what's scarier coyotes wolves random people who really do live in these woods less than a hundred yards away coming after us because we're trespassing apparently frogs yeah, apparently frogs. <laughs> I don't, I was just about to scream like she did. So that person who was scared of frogs, the frog didn't even move. Well, the frog just basically let out a tiny frog fart and she screamed. Like, like he didn't do anything several times and all of a sudden just a blood curling uh, Yeah, he like reaches to pick up the frog. The frog's just staring at the wall doing frog things, having frog existentialism. And she screams like this frog just came at her with a hatchet in a cemetery. We're talking about a video not anyone we know sorry (laughs) i wish i no i don't wish i knew anybody that hated frogs that much get out of here that's why we're not friends so (laughs) we you made me lose my train of thought with the frog talk sorry we're scared of people chasing us yes yeah no i am so if you look there are 
this is still a residential, if you want to call it that, area. And actually, we saw this place in the daylight, and there was a school not too far away, and you can see houses and stuff out in the distance. There are people around, so my concern is more, you know, wild animals, and people seeing random lights and hearing random noises out in this really old essentially abandoned cemetery and coming after us with their own real life hatchets right so that's where my nervousness was really coming from so we're whispering also trying to keep it clear who's speaking for the evp trying to ask our questions i don't know what it was but it started with I think I just startled myself and maybe the headlights were hitting the woods just right. But I was like, oh, crap. Like, we hadn't been two minutes into the investigation. I was like, there's a car coming. We got to go back. Mm -hmm. I kind of, we kind of scuttled down. Look, not a soul. Not a single thing coming. So we're like, well, never mind. Sorry to sound the alarms. (laughs) Head back up the hill. Megan is desperately trying to ask these spirits questions. When I kept thinking I was just making these things up. So I was like, I'm just going to shut my mouth. Megan's starting to ask questions, and then Maddie very confidently was just like, no, there's a car coming, and we're like, oh, shoot. (laughs) So again, we put our stuff down, and we start to scuttle back to the car, actually making it down the steps this time. No car. No car. Mm -hmm. But I'm seeing headlights coming around the bend, Mm -hmm. and there's just nothing there. So we're like, well... Pee and poop. Like, that's so stupid. That's a Bob's Burgers thing, isn't it? Yes. It's so dumb. I love it. I love Bob's Burgers. I can't think of her name. It's the old lady who runs that the craft the art store. shop, yeah. yeah. So her expletive will pee and poop. So anyway, Megan, very exasperated at this point, is like, can I just ask some questions? Like, I'm listening to the EVP and Megan's like, I haven't got a goddamn question out yet. You're oh, getting- I'm sorry. I don't remember saying Oh, that. you were getting... You're like... God, like your finger, like, God. Like oh, the, I hate it like so video. much. So Megan's like, I can't get a question in. Yeah, so surprise, she's trying guys, to- we're actually movie stars, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, that's a, that's a story for another time. Please yes. don't. No <laughs> autographs, please. So Megan starts to ask questions. Is there anybody here with us? Is there anybody that wants to speak to us? You can speak into the red light in my hand. You can talk to the lights in their hands over there. Anything you want to say, anybody in particular. Our goal was to, you know, make it back to the iron fence to play out this haunted folklore of touch the fence and run back before you get caught by Hatchet Man. I, we made it about 10 feet into the cemetery, mm-hmm. I would say. When finally we are sitting waiting silently for an answer from Megan's questions that we wouldn't hear in the moment with the EVP. And finally, when we did fall truly silent, a car is coming. (laughs) We do hear it this time. This is different because we can hear the gravel turning and see actual now what actual headlights look like. And we're like, God dang, like this is, let's just get back in the car. Something is not wanting us out here in this moment. Mm -hmm. So we get back in the car, but we're not ones to give up super easily, kind of easily, but not really easily. So we, we (laughs) only slightly less than easy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) There was no reason for that. Oh, I'm embarrassed. Goodness. <laughs> I'm just so funny. 
I hate you so much. This beer. Oh, my face is for I'm no reason. Really warm. <laughs> All right, I gotta get telling this story. Sorry, I'm like building up here, and it's it's a grueling climb. So. We're in the car. We're not ones to give up super duper easily, just super easily, but we're not there yet. So we're like, we're just going to do the EVP in the car. I'm going to keep the camera rolling. Yes, the car is still running. We're too scared to turn it off. I don't know why we didn't just turn it off. I'm telling you, it didn't, in addition to constantly worrying something was out there, really the feeling, the vibe as far as spirits go. Mm hmm. Something didn't feel right. None of us felt. I'd, like, the first thing all of us said is, I don't feel good. <laughs> no. Take it all the way back to episode one, Faceless Nun, where me and John were trying to walk up to the church and could not take another step. It felt like I, like my feet were made of concrete. That almost happened. Mm-hmm. Like, you hit a certain point and you can't pass this invisible threshold. I was just like, in my mind, I don't know about you, but in my mind, I was like, if I take another step forward, that's like... The point of no return. Mm-hmm. Like, if I step forward, something is going to happen and it doesn't feel good. Yeah. And it just felt like this invisible, yeah, force, this field that once you're in it, you're in it. And I couldn't commit to it, and apparently none of us could. So we're staying in the car, car on, EVP running, cameras rolling, and Megan starts asking her questions. Now we remember, like, oh, poop, the e- the EMF for meter. Mm-hmm. So yes. We sit that in the car. It is in the car. The car is running. We have a voice recorder nearby. We have a camcorder nearby. We all have our phones. Some of us have, like, fancy watches. Lots of things that could set this EMF off. But we do our due diligence and, you know, put all electric things we have at our disposal around this to see if it sets any spikes. Right. And it really doesn't. No consistent. The whole thing that we learned with... Uh, Ruster. It was it Ruster? No, Ruster Kitley, Park and Kitley, Kitley King. King Cemetery. Yes, that if you open a phone in a close enough vicinity, it will spike the EMF. So that was still the case, but none of us were on our phones. We were a little preoccupied. Sorry. <laughs> so we've done our quick research on what will set the EM off, and we go to town asking if there's anybody here touch this green light now because now we have the emf that sits at green and it can spike all the way up to red talking to the green light talking to the red light talking to the camera talk to whoever you want who are we speaking with Mm -hmm. i'll say now i'll just get this out of the way we listen to the evp a lot we listen to the full recording and nothing last time we were able to post a number of findings from Mm -hmm. our recordings of mildam this one, there were a couple questionable we things. We can't decide. That's the problem is we can't decide. There, I think there were too many factors to really determine whether or not we captured a true EVP. So know that, like, as far as that goes, maybe nothing super definitive. So we'll just kind of... Inconclusive. Inconclusive. We're, so we're not going to use it as evidence. But Megan asking... Is there somebody here with us? And almost immediately, the EMF spikes. And we're like, well, maybe it's a fluke. So, of course, you have to you have to double check yourself. And you're like, if that was you that just touched the light, Do could you again. touch it again? Well, you know what they did? It they did, did it, it again. again. <laughs> like, without hesitation, really. Mm-hmm. So, we're like, well, the problem is you can really only kind of 
ask yes interactive no. questions, yes or no questions-ish. So we ask, are we talking to a man? Nothing. Nothing. Are we talking to a woman? Nothing. And we're like, well, what's the other option? <laughs> there's, there's plenty yeah. of, there's things outside the binary, but we're not getting into that. So right. like, it's just like, well, are we talking to a child? Yes. Yeah, it's me. Oh, hi. Hi, I'm the child. Yes. <laughs> Which actually, unfortunately, again, definitive, but that is one of the EVPs that when Megan asked, are we speaking to a child? There is a noise in addition to the EMF spike that sounds a little high, higher pitched, kind of like a child's voice, mm-hmm. but we just can't determine we can't hear what it's saying exactly if anything right so so keep that in mind know that and so we're like okay well, well we're talking to a child so we're excited by the consistency of the response from the emf so we're asking uh, as many questions as we can because it's very interactive at this moment do you know we're in the cemetery they actually didn't really it didn't respond to that mm-hmm. do you know that you're dead <laughs> like I, I had it's to a be, hard question but you have to ask like do you know that you've died yeah like are you here with us and it spiked and we're like do you know you're in a cemetery and it didn't do anything and i just kind of very calmly i was like i i'm sorry if you don't already know this but do you know that you're dead and it didn't spike mm-hmm. but then we asked another question sort of like are you are you still here with us it's like yep like, yes uh, and i was like oh all right and because we asked, I said, are you in the cemetery? And we didn't really get anything. Mm-hmm. I said, are you in the woods? Is there a cabin in the woods? Mm-hmm. Really didn't Nothing. get anything. And we said, are, are you, you here with the, us? Are you well, he- well, then we said, are you here? And uh-huh. it spiked. And we're like, uh, where else could you be? So Megan's like, are you in the car with us right now? And it spiked. <laughs> and now we can bring the camcorder into play. It spiked. At this time, I had actually been watching the EMF a lot because I, I can't really catch much else while in a car. But in this moment, for some reason, I was filming Megan when she asked, are you in the car with us? I heard them react to the EMF spiking. At the same time that they react, you see, here's a thing that we have talked about before, mm-hmm. an orb manifest from seemingly nowhere we know what dust, you know what dust looks like. Mm-hmm. Well, we know what dust looks like. We know what bugs look like. They're, again, with the ghost adventures, dust looks almost like a snow flurry. It's inconsistent. There's more and than not, one of them, typically. Yeah, there's, there's not usually one little dust particle. It's not usually like intelligent movement. It, it, it's it's erratic and whatever. What ha- it doesn't seem, it just is erratic. And then mm-hmm. bugs have sort of a pattern to them. Mm-hmm. Orbs are like the in-between. Mm-hmm. so megan asks if that makes sense yes yeah i'm not very good at explaining things sometimes but Megan asks, are you in the car with us they both are like yes and at the same time you see an orb manifest from the evp that megan's holding up in the middle of the air mm-hmm. out of the evp out of the voice recorder into the ceiling mm-hmm. and you hear me say on the camcorder i'm like i think that was just an orb and and i tried like waving my hand around because i'm holding completely still with this evp i like wafted my hand i blew on the evp you can see it (laughs) to see if i could get any dust or anything to come off Mm -hmm. of me i'm like trying to replicate movements i was making on the camcorder nothing this this seemingly orb came out of the evp shot straight up Mm -hmm. and megan's like so you're in the car with us and now this orb comes out of the ceiling and sort of does like a tumble to the right into the seat next to her. 
mm-hmm. and you see me pan over really slowly. And I, the thing is, we talk to them like they're actual people there with us. So mm-hmm. we're well, we the, have an instance here where they don't. Uh, they they don't. We, we think they don't know they're dead, to, and we that believe that they're a child. So I see this orb sort of tumble into the seat next to her, and I pan over real slow, and I say like like I'm talking to a kid, not necessarily reprimanding, but you hear me very skeptically. I'm like, did you just get? We were joking earlier. We're like, well, you could be in the car with us, but sorry, we didn't leave a seat open for you. Blah blah blah. There's stuff in the back seat. What have you? I see this orb go into the seat that has crap in it, and I just said. Did you just get into that seat when we told you we didn't have room? And you see the orb, like, shoot out the window, like, whoops-a-daisy. Yeah, (laughs) again, coming out of the middle of the screen, it didn't, like, come off screen and then back off. Oh, yeah, it shot straight back up again. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere in the middle of the screen and shoots off the screen. Yeah, almost like the back the back support of the back seat where it went i said did you just get in that seat when we told you we didn't have room for you and it's like whoops and like (laughs) shot back out of the seat Mm -hmm. and not in a not just in a stream it like kind of zigzag it hovered a little bit and was like okay and left yeah like oh sorry i I know i just want to try (laughs) yeah thought i could sneak in and we didn't see that again our windows were not open I don't believe that it was a bug that got... If it was a bug, it didn't show itself again. And it wasn't... It didn't respond intelligently to anything else like that. Mm -hmm. And we only saw it those three times. Yeah. So that was a little odd. And then once that orb shot out of the seat, the EMF just goes nuts. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just spiking... All the way to red. All the way to red consistently over and over. And we're like... I, don't, I can't even remember what we asked it at this point. I started, I, I got a little more serious with it. I asked it if it was scared and I asked if it was hiding. Right. It, it, keep in mind, it's been spiking this whole time. And Megan said, are you scared of us? And it stopped. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, maybe you're not scared of us. And it gave a quick like, yep. Like it went to orange or something when we're like, so you're not scared. Oh yeah. I asked and I said, are you scared? Nothing. So you're not scared? Uh. Yeah. (laughs) And then it sort of died down after that. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what happened. I can't remember what time it was, if there was any significance to that. But it sort of stopped. And Mm -hmm. we're just like, are you still here with us? Nothing. Yeah. And I think I justified why we really didn't get any intelligent or clear EVPs uh, later. I explained it in the car that, you know, the EMF was going wild, but the EVP didn't match up with this. It didn't, we didn't get anything like that. You would think something that active would maybe be speaking to us too. Mm -hmm. And my thought is, okay, let's say someone did kill them. Let's say they are scared of somebody, maybe not even someone who killed them, but someone is scary in the cemetery that's buried there and they don't like them. And we're talking to a child. Maybe they're too scared to speak. So instead they feel more comfortable turning on a light. Yeah. So that makes sense. And it's, the activity died down and it's funny because we're like, okay, we're going to leave. Is that okay? Like there's not anything happening. We're like, all right, well goodbye we're leaving now and just one last time one last time on the evp it goes boop up to orange and then goes emf sorry Mm -hmm. the emf when we're like okay goodbye it goes bloop to orange and then doesn't go off again Mm -hmm. because we asked it to leave the car we're like we know you came in but we need you to go (laughs) yeah and it basically was the equivalent of okay bye bye. (laughs) 
and it didn't go off again. We, that, that's pretty much it at the cemetery. We go home, we part ways. Megan has left. Maddie luckily has the thought to double check our findings. So we park in front of my driveway. She sits the EMF down exactly where we had it. I had the camcorder going just like we did. She had the EMF in her hand, or gosh, the EVP, the voice recorder in her hand. And I'm waving my watch around it, the camcorder, the voice recorder, our phones. Did you ask it questions? I I think so, yeah. I I can't, I'm almost certain. I, I said, is there anybody still here with us asking silly questions? And it, nothing the only time it did is like if we tapped it because this it is a very sensitive thing that's the point because spirits sometimes can't give off a ton of energy they give what they can Mm -hmm. so it is sensitive to touch that's why when it's just sitting still if you see it move something has happening in the electromagnetic magnetic field i'm struggling everybody (laughs) okay and it other than us bumping my phone happened to go off, so that spiked it, but it di- it didn't move. We're asking questions. We're replicating as much of what happened at the cemetery as we can at my house, which, to be determined if it's haunted, I don't know. Yeah. Just nothing happened. And so, to me, I feel pretty confident in the findings that we have. Mm-hmm. And I have, I'll have some of these things on video, which, again, I know, really, we've kind of told this We've told all of what we saw at this point, but I'd like to, especially with the orb capturing, yeah. I think I think we it's may... It's something you have to see with your own eyes, you know? Yeah. I'm not technologically stupid, so if I can figure it out, if I can get that, I would like that to be Patreon content as well. You guys can tell us if you think it's dust or a bug. To me, I feel like the consistency with which it happens... It, uh, how it doesn't just show up randomly like a bug gets in your freaking face. Especially because I had, there was a light. You'd think it would be coming to my to LED camera, screen yeah. and it's not. It's just hovering around Megan and the voice recorder. Yeah. And the fun thing is, if I do post this video to Patreon oh. for, for extra content, you'll get to see one of the spookiest things we saw that night. It startled all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's She's going to be mad about it. But you'll, I, unfortunately, I think to see all of the content, you'll have to see the thing that scared us the most. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have no... Oh, it's good stuff. I can't, I'm not going to tell you because we're teases and donate if you want to see it. Yes. (laughs) Even a dollar a month will get you the scariest content we've caught on camera so far. Yep. That doesn't entice you (laughs) to donate. Literally nothing will. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the story of Mackie Cemetery, Hatchet Man Cemetery. Wolves. I'm not even saying the other one because it's stupid cemetery. Who who is calling it Wolfskin? If you're listening, come forward, add us. Go ahead and add us. I'm asking you to this time, and I'm going to tell you you're wrong. You're right. dumb. Nobody's calling it that. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I uh, this. I'm feeling good. I think. Yeah. The, yeah. I drank more than you. That's for sure. I know you're struggling <laughs> you're you're struggling you're yawning over there i'm sorry it's like don't it's, give me it's the warmest feeling it's putting me out i know I'm yeah sorry. it's like a nice it's like drinking 
a hot toddy or something on a winter evening like ready for a nap now and by Mm. nap i mean bedtime because we happen to do this later at night most times it's very infuriating yeah (laughs) not infuriating it's we just it's just how life is it's how time management it's not on our side so (laughs) we had to plant things yes the plant babies come first you know that (laughs) okay well let's wrap this up so i can take my eight hour nap oh my god it, it will not be an eight hour nap but that's okay shh, shh, shh. i just stop <laughs> i don't <laughs> all right so now we're going to rate this episode mm-hmm. on a couple of different things mm-hmm. the first thing we're going to rate it on is historical accuracy interesting kind of a weird one i think i know what i'm gonna pick and Drunk mouths speak sober minds. Not that I'm drunk. I just wanted to say that. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say what I believe. Yes, definitely not. Not drunk. even a little bit. Not even at all. Looking no. forward to my six hour nap. Hmm. Okay. Are, are I'm you just ready? Get, yeah, I guess. Hmm. I feel weird. Okay. I know. Three, two, one, Three. two. Okay. Pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I went the middle of the road because, yes, there's a tragedy that happened out there, but it really isn't, it doesn't line up with the legend. The legend has just morphed over time. Right. And I think I'm in the same thought process here, except I went on the more pessimistic side of like, yeah, a tragedy happened out there, but like really missed the mark on the, like it does not line up with the legend, but there's still history. So that's, that's sort of my breakdown, I guess, of you right yeah that's i just went middle of the road because i'm like yes there is actual stuff that happened out there yeah i can see that either way neither of us have to budge i believe both of our answers i we're in the same vein i guess just on different sides of the coin yeah a teeny bit tiny bit okay so the next thing we're gonna rate it on is scare scare level. level yeah well okay I, <laughs> i'm so dumb okay all right ready yes three two one three, three. yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna ride the middle the whole way no shut your <laughs> mouth you can't play it safe like that but to be fair so you know i almost want to talk myself out of our agreed choice because the cemetery itself it didn't feel right. Something felt weird about it. Yeah. But maybe maybe I'll reel myself back in. I was going to say, if we're thinking the cemetery itself, I, I have too many thoughts happening. Let me try to make it concise. The cemetery, scary. When we were in the car in the presence of what we believe was a child ghost, it wasn't scary. I actually felt very comfortable. I was talking to them as if we had like an eight-year-old in the back that was misbehaving a little bit, but in a playful way, and I wasn't really mad at them. Yeah. But the cemetery was scary and so i was going to say maybe i should say a four because the cemetery which is supposed to be the haunted thing not our car Mm -hmm. was unsettling it didn't feel right Uh uh-huh but reel it back into a three because what mostly didn't feel right is i was scary of Let's let's bring it all full circle. A backwoods bastard coming out with their hatchet or gun being like, get off my property. Yeah. Like, that's what I was scared of with the real life people. that scares us. So, sorry I went on a tangent there, but three, because really, even from a haunted perspective, even from a spooky perspective, that cemetery feels not, it feels uncomfy. Yeah, and the fact (laughs) that... Bring that word back. Uh a ghost child took refuge in our car to get away from whatever was out there. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's this just around the river bend, but just around the riverbed is a man with a hatchet. You don't want to go up that hill. You don't want to see what's at the top. No. It, I did not I couldn't make it another step. My body didn't mm. want to move. Nope. It was bad. So for the people who like run back there and touch the wrought iron fence and come running back, no thank you, because the other thing is there's a lot of really old gravestones that are dilapidated and fallen apart and there's only the bases left. Mm-hmm. I would trip and fall under the afterlife. Like I'm not trying to do I would be there with the ghosts. I'm right? not doing that. No, I'm here five ever. So Exactly. Ooh, okay. okay. Sorry, did you have anything to add? Sorry, no, I just that was pretty much it. <laughs> I, I had sentiment. a feeling I had a feeling we were Yeah. Yeah. All right. The last thing we're going to rate it on is believability. Which I just want to do. I don't know why I suddenly am like, Does yep, done. the legend match the what we experience? Do we do we feel that it lines up, I guess? Oh, is that what that, we normally do it off of? I think I just do it wherever the spirit do you believe takes it's, me. No. Do you believe it's a haunted place? Are you yeah. just doing it in that? Yeah, yeah. I guess maybe let's just keep it a little more broad and say, do we believe it's a haunted place? Why are we almost 40 episodes in trying to bring this debacle know. back? I don't know. Okay, let's stick with that. Then I got it. Okay, three, two, one, four. four. Hey, oh, this we didn't is do good. too bad. Because yeah. last week was a mess. Yeah, no. With what happened in the car, I definitely, everybody believes what they want to believe, but I believe what happened in that car was an interaction mm-hmm. and the heavy heavy feeling of a cemetery and not just like sadness and somber like scary, scary just straight up scary <laughs> yes i i believe it's haunted there is something out there if i i've walked through we jog i say jog haha we walk <laughs> through cemeteries for funsies on a regular basis and i did not want to step foot in this one right it was bad it was not a good feeling I know we're being pretty lighthearted about this in a way, but just note, like, this really was... I'm telling you, I almost have to be after reading that, what happened, what actually happened. Right, like, and now I want to know the whereabouts. Well, Fred's in for life without parole, so I guess whatever, but mm-hmm. I, that was just one crazy out there. There's other crazies. Yeah, we know this it. is 30 minutes from our home, and actually... It kind of it crept home. into our home, not very far from your house at all. I don't like... Okay, <laughs> well, you know, last thing, <laughs> the last thing that we're rating on is just overall. So we're taking everything that we have learned, everything we've discussed, everything we've rated, and bringing it all home. Mm-hmm. What do we give Mackie Cemetery on a scale of zero to five? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I I have a feeling we're not going to match up here, and I don't know why. The uh, vibe is off. You're not vibing with me right I'm now. I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. Sorry. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, four. four. We yeah! did it! <laughs> I was so certain you were going to go lower. I thought I was going to also. <laughs> like a three, though. Yeah, I went for it just because everything that did happen, no, the legend does not line up with what actually happened out there but it's a creepy place i want to know if your ultimate reasoning is the same as mine oh i don't know i i just feel like it's it had a very creepy vibe to it um even before 
you knew of the true crime background mm-hmm. it was creepy i just gave you the the legend and that was enough to be like Ugh, yeah i, def- I did not know any of that we try to keep it that way whoever's doing the history we try to make sure that only one of us does the research mm-hmm. we have we both have to look into things a little bit Mm-hmm. But really, we want to surprise the other. And it was a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's also unnerving to know what happened out there and walking on that same ground and driving that same road. And you're like, it's super uncomfortable to know that, you know, people who people exist that do these things. And I don't know. It's overall everything just super spooky. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Right. <laughs> so. And the reason why... It could be a, it could be lower in the same for the same reason that it could be higher. Mm-hmm. Is that I don't know, and I think we have to go back. Yeah, I hate to say it. We've done this with a couple places. This is one that for some reason I'm not looking forward to going back. But I feel yeah. like we really uh, Tunnelton. I, I will never, I will list. never let Tunnelton go. We have to go back. But I'm terrified to go no, back. No, it's it's a terror. It's a weird fascination, a terrified fascination. Like I want so badly to go back, but I also know the. I can't. I'm gonna start getting weepy eyed again <laughs> just thinking of. I, do you see the goosebumps over here? Oh my god! <laughs> just thinking about what happened out there and how inexplicable it was. I don't want to say it. I don't want to get any. Remember when we were in tears? For those of you that have listened to that episode, remember why we were in tears last time? Because our last moment of oh yeah, this happened and it's terrifying. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if this we always seem to pull that out right in the end. You know the real spooky part of the, <laughs> the story. real spooky stuff that messed me up. Everything that happened messed me up, but that really messed me up. I'm scared to go back, but I have to go back. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what we're talking about because you haven't listened to Tunnelton, go listen to Tunnelton. Yep. I don't remember what episode it is. It's Tunnelton Tunnel, I don't know. Yeah, in Tunnelton, Indiana. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you'll see the word tunnel about 80 times and you, you've made it. So <laughs> Yes. Oh, okay, gosh. I, I just got like so entranced with the tunnel <laughs> talk that I forgot what I was saying. I don't know. Just that, oh, it's just a place that we need to go back. Mm-hmm. And I think Mackie Cemetery, unfortunately, I I want to brave that cemetery. <laughs> so I would give it a five, but I don't know because I didn't get the full immersive experience. Mm-hmm. And the awful side of me wants to. Hmm. Well. <laughs> All right. I think that wraps it up. That does. Yes. Oh, I got to see us out. Okay. You do. And before Megan gets into her little thing, again, with the last little plug, because we're serious about it, and I, I am... I have drank more since the last time I said I've drank a lot of this. And so I want to say I am I am ready to talk about some true crime. I am really interested. We're both really interested in the the possibility of bonus content of talking mm-hmm. about true like extra episodes. God help us if we can find the time. <laughs> extra episodes to talk about true crime. We'll keep you updated probably with a poll on that. If you're interested, let us know. We are interested, and if nothing else, we'll do it for ourselves. We may do it anyway, yeah. There you go. Take that. All right, Megan, now see us out. All right, so if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of it and you want bonus content, you can find us, or you can support us (laughs) at, uh, you can send us to more places and support us at patreon.com slash or so they say pod where you can do a donation to help us 
fund our trips and to buy new equipment Mm -hmm. and just to better the podcast for you guys on top of that. So just bring you more. And $1, just $1 a month gives you that extra content. Yes. The EVPs that we find, the, the recordings, the camcorder recordings that we find, the potential bonus episodes that we record maybe we'll have to work on logistics on that one dollar a month will get you all of that yes you can always donate more but we're not asking for much here we just (laughs) your support i just really need some kind of validation (laughs) right your words of encouragement are enough but if you want to go above and beyond you can do that there or you can do a one-time donation at our paypal which we'll have linked on our website you can find us on all our social media facebook instagram and twitter at or so they say pod and we do listener episodes on top of this bonus content we're speaking of <laughs> possibly doing. Oh, Lord. We also do a listener episode every first Thursday of the month where we take a break from our own experience and we actually tell your guys' stories. So if you want to be featured on our episode and you've got some spooky place that you've been, some crazy paranormal thing that's happened to you, you can send those stories to our email at or so they say pod at gmail.com. And last thing is our, I skipped this, I can't, I knew I was forgetting something, mm-hmm. is our merch. So we want to thank everyone who's bought things so far. And I know we did a quick explanation of how to actually use Redbubble. Remember, you're just looking at the design. Pick your design, pick your item, buy your stuff. And we appreciate everyone who's purchased so far. And you can buy these things at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod yes get your merch yeah and speaking of words of encouragement leave us a review if you'd like on itunes or wherever you can leave a review this is this is the podcaster's equivalent of are you mad at me like leave, (laughs) leave us a review and let us know how we're doing because we'll just ramble aimlessly into the void for as long as we like but we mm-hmm. need to know if you like what you're hearing. So please think about leaving us a review at iTunes or Spotify, again, Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. iTunes is really the big hitter because algorithms and what have you. Things they science, control it all. Yeah, the iTunes control. Apple controls everything, as we all know. But yeah, yes, let it, right behind Disney. Let us know how we're doing. <laughs> let us know that you're not mad at us because as Libras, we need that validation daily, if Please. not hourly. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. All right. That wraps it up. So we'll see you next week for a whole new place. <sighs> next Thursday. I'll try to sober up by then. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. Visit us at our website or so they say pod.com where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal, check out our merch at redbubble.com, and find links to all of our social media. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.